live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you on another edition of the program ahead of another big weekend of racing around New Zealand. Group 1 racing back on the cards this week. Alpuni is where we're headed and Butch Castles is our man to take us through this next edition of Breakfast with the Kiwis. Morning to you, Butch. How's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, uh, Jordan. Looking forward to uh, the racing weekend. Yes, Alpuni is the feature venue. Group 1, courtesy Ford, Manawatu Size Produce. Our favourite, Trobriand, uh, out of uh, the Tiakau stable. Won't get it all his own way, though. A couple of good fillies there in Tulsi and Low Flying that have got good form. But uh, he is uh, a dominant favourite. We'll catch up with his uh, jockey, Opie Bosson, shortly. Other good uh, races throughout that card. In fact, the black type features all have really strong races. So looking forward to the action out of Awapuni. Excellent stuff. We'll have a chat to uh, TAB Trackside presenter Bevan Sweeney a little later on. Uh, to have a look at our Puni with uh, group, run, group 1 Racing, as I said. Our first guest on the program, though, is Opie Bosson, who joins us after a big week and a big weekend coming up. But it's uh, it's been pretty eventful in the life of Opie Bosson. Welcome to you, Opie. How's things? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. G'day, Oak Butch here. Let's wind it back a week today, and that was Friday. Uh, you ventured across to Mooney Valley and... We've spoken a number of times, both on air and off air, but she is one right out of the top drawer Imperatrice, isn't she? Yeah, she's a very special horse, um, and uh, I'm just glad she got to show it um, at Group 1 level in Australia. Yeah, look, Mooney Valley can be a tricky place at times, and I was interested to say that was only your second winning ride there, so hadn't ridden there a lot, but uh, it's got different uh, nuances to the track. She landed uh, maybe a spot further back than you'd wanted to be, but she just cruised into it at the right time, didn't she? Yeah, she did, and they, and they went, went pretty quick up front, so um, they probably set the race up for us a bit, I thought. Um, but, mm. um, yeah, she, 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 um, she cruised into it, and... Turning for home, um, I think it was all over. Yeah. Gee, I thought they might have been a touch harsh on you with the <laughs> suspension watching the tape. Wasn't a lot in it, was there? No, nah, it didn't really move a hell of a lot. And uh, I think the movement comes from the inside, I think. Yeah. I suppose in saying that, though, you would have talked in the jockey's room and, and look, they've had some horrendous falls in Melbourne in the city in the last few weeks. So that's probably uh, some of the thinking as well. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair enough because they've had a bit of bad luck with, with falls and that there. So the stewards come in and had a bit of a talk to us before we rode so to take a bit of extra care. So, um, mm. no, they're just trying their best to do the job. Absolutely. The um, thing with Imperatrice now, she goes to the paddock and, and no doubt uh, there'll be so many options open up for her uh, in the spring of the year as far as Group 1 sprints go. Yeah, for sure. Um, like She's... she's um, proved it now that she's up to group one level in the sprints in Australia so uh, hopefully there's plenty of doors open for her now She's won at 1200 and 1400 at the highest level I know they can be adaptable and I know when they're as good as her they can win as we've seen with her at both distances if you had to have one ride on her in a group one race for a whole lot of money would it be 1200 or 1400 I'd, I'd, I'd like her at 1400 um, Yep. She, she just can just get up, travel under, underneath you a bit better than 1,200. The, the other day, they, she was off a bit most of the way, but um, yeah, 1,400, they just go there, say, a little bit slower in the middle stages. 
That's their absolute sweet spot, eh? Righto, Group 1 Racing again. Big day at uh, Awapuni, and you've got a really nice book of rides. Kicking off with Sons Doot in Race 1. Uh, she's been good her last two, and she's a good filly. Yeah, she is, and um, her work's been really good. Um, she's got a bit of an awkward barrier draw, but um, she, she has shown speed in the past, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see how if we can slot in somewhere and try and get the best run as possible. Mm, she slides in nicely under the set weights and penalties condition as well into the sort of the middle of the handicap. Race two, Sharada. You ride one here for Ashley Meadows, home track. And uh, look, its form's pretty good. Yeah, it's been thereabouts. Um, I haven't ridden the horse before, but um, uh, Ashley uh, does a good job with his horses. So um, I'll just have to see what, he's, see what he has to say on the day. Mm, race three, one that you have ridden and do ride is Sophisticado out of your stable, the Mark Walker barn. Uh, look, freshened up since not doing much on New Year's Day, but I thought the trial win was really good recently. Yeah, it was, and um, I haven't ridden him for a long time, um, but earlier on he showed quite a bit of promise. And, um, yeah, as you said, the trial was really nice the other day, and uh, he, he looks to be going the right way. It's good field, that. Good field of sprinters, the likes of uh, We Will Rock uh, out of the Lowry barn. Uh, Bell's Echoes look good, so uh, you'll get a line on where he is at. Race number four, Town Crier for an old mate of yours in Royden Bergeson. Had plenty of success with uh, Royden when you lived in the Central Districts, and I thought Town Crier was really good last time. Yeah, he, he, he um, set, set the pace and um, got a pretty pretty cheap lead, but he, he was quite dominant in the end, so... Um... That's my first ride on him, but it um, be nice to get a winner for Royden. Yeah, for sure. And uh, there's one in there that looks really good, Astron. Um, but I'm sure Town Put Cryer will be pretty competitive. They love winning on this day, the local trainers. So by the boy, will have him at his best. Race five, with the first of the black type races, Humboldt was good on debut. The two runs since have been okay. And Sean Phelan will have him rock hard fit, I suspect. Yeah, I don't mind the horse. I had my first ride on him uh, last start when he ran fourth, and he's a, a touch unlucky. Um, and I think the 2,000 metres is going to be ideal for him. He's, he's, he's a type of horse that could go on to a Queensland derby. He's lightly tried, isn't he? He's out of a Monju mare who uh, had ability in La Bella Poc by uh, Sacred Fall. So any rain on the day you wouldn't think would worry him at all either? No, you should get his toe into the ground a bit. And uh, looking at the forecast, it looks like we're going to get a fair bit of rain on the day. So um, hope you don't get it too much. No. Righto, race six, pretty good horse. Uh, someone that you've ridden a lot of uh, winners for at the highest level with great success, Alan Sharrock. He's got an enormous opinion of this bloke, Seamus. Look, the winner, until he got bloused on the line last time by Maria Farina. Uh, look, he's going to take all sorts of beating at 1,400 metres around there. Yeah, he's a, he's a very good horse, and he's going up to the 1,400 metres. It's going to be right up his alley. Um, I know he's got top weight and everything, but he um, seems to be strong enough to carry, the, carry those big weights. Yeah, Alan's got weight for age racing uh, in mind with him for uh, the new season. So uh, he's going to, uh, as you say, need to carry uh, those weights. He strikes me as 1,400 better than 12 as well, just from the outside looking in. Do you suspect that's going to suit him better as well? Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, um, just give him a bit of time to travel a bit easier in the middle stages. And uh, he's, he's got that good sprint on him. Surely has. Righto, the feature of the Group 1, uh, courtesy Ford Manor with two size produce. End result of this week is you'll probably t get one taken off, the 91, but can you add another one to it with Troy Briand on Saturday? Yeah, I think I can. He's um, going the right way. Um, 
he trialled well last week and uh, he's had an exhibition gallop on Wednesday and that, he, he's uh, felt great and um, he looks great too. So um, he's really strengthened up since this last run. Um, I, I expect him to run a bold race. And we saw him that last run was when running second behind uh, Tokyo Tycoon at Matamata on a rain-affected track that day. I think it was rated uh, heavy. It did come back a little bit during the day, but it certainly was uh, rain-affected. And he had no problem getting through that that day? Yeah, he, got, he gets through it OK, but um, I would prefer him on, on a better track. Um, but uh, he's, he's, a t- he's a top of all said he, he does go on anything. He's always given the impression that 1,400 metres uh, was going to be OK, particularly uh, when he was uh, winning uh, earlier on. And, and last time he, he sort of knuckled down and, and kept fighting uh, to the line, even though uh, pretty well beaten. 1,400 doesn't hold any fears for you? No, not, not at all. Um, it's, I think it's be ideal for him. The, the only, only query is he hasn't had a run for a long time, but um, Mark's put the work into him, so I'm, I'm sure he'll have, he'll have him fit. Yeah, that trial midweek probably topped him off uh, to a nice city. Race number eight, uh, the Group 2, the uh, City of Palmerston North Awapuni Gold Cup. Uh, this one at the 2,000 metres, and maybe, maybe he's uh, really turned the corner this prep, I reckon. Brando, he's been one that uh, everyone's wanted to say, oh, I don't know if we can trust him, but, geez, won three of his last four. They can't do much more than that. Yeah, and no, he's going really well, yes, who lost his way there for a bit there, but um, I think he seems to be going good for apprentices, so I might need an Avis of a name. <laughs> I think you're a wee way out of that category. Um, 1,600 metres last week. He looked strong through the line, Opie, so uh, that would give them the confidence to step him up to 2,000 metres here. Yeah, like, I think he it's, it's, it's gets his chance with, um, while he's informed to, to see if he can actually run the 2,000 metres out. Pity we've got a horror draw, but um, he'll probably go back from the draw and um, just get him to relax and breathe. And um, if he's right, I'm sure he'll be finishing home strong. Yeah, we saw it last week. He really was good late. And uh, as you say, that's often the case. Just when these horses are going well, why not go again when they're in the zone, right? Exactly. Yeah, he seems happy and um, he's racing well. And um, it hasn't raced like that for for a while, so we might as well have a crack. Yeah, for sure. And the last, look, uh, there'd be mo- no more deserving winner of a race than high choice form line reading 2-3-2-2. Two, two, two. Just keeps finding one better on the day, but uh, got to be awfully hard to beat on the strength of that form. Yeah, that's been running um, really good races and um, Ben Foote's team's going really, really well at the moment. Um, uh, she's got got top weight, but uh, she puts puts himself in the race and... Uh, we won't be far off the leaders turning for turning in anyway. No, and he'll be, uh, he won't be uh, short of work. He'll be rock hard fit, ready to go. Righto, looking at the Mopey, really nice book of rides across the card. Uh, which one, in your opinion, is the hardest for, to beat? I really like Trobrian. Um It'd be nice to get another group one if I get one taken off me. <laughs> for sure. Thanks for your time, Opie. Travel safely this weekend. Uh, safe uh, riding out on the track and appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Opie Boston with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. A pleasure to have him on, as always, on the program. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, we'll have uh, Bevan Sweeney with us next to have a look at Awabuni. Live on SEN Track, welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz.
Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis and Butch Castles with you here, having a look ahead to the weekend of racing uh, this week, the Group 1s at Awapuni. Joining us now on the program is TAB presenter uh, Bevan Sweeney to have a look at the weekend ahead. Bevan, welcome to the program. How are you? Yeah, very good. Uh, very good morning to you all. We've had the fifth southerly blast uh, of the autumn, really, in the last couple of days. Awapuni's missed it which is lucky at this stage. There is rain forecast for tomorrow. However, they've got four very good black-type races on the program and one of the stronger uh, betting uh, propositions across the whole program in the CD for the season. Yeah, surely is, Bevan. Really good day. One of the great uh, CD race meetings. Let's have a look at these black-type races. Race 5, the Higgins Concrete Manawa 2 Classic. I uh, thought it was uh, a really good field. The uh, likes of horses that were well in the derby, uh, the likes of uh, Desert Lightning there. Didn't quite know which way to go. Thought he'd be hard to beat, but uh, there's some up-and-comers as well. Yeah, there is some up-and-comers here, Butcher. Uh, but I have to stick with the top of the book. He's a horse who was a lift away from winning a Group 1 down uh, in the South Island uh, in the Guineas. Of course, he went up in uh, Avondale in the Avondale Guineas, and he pulled too hard in the Derby Butcher. So he actually did a really good job to be only beaten a short margin on that occasion. So I think he's the benchmark. He's been up against our best uh, three-year-olds, which are clearly very, very good. Uh, and the rest of them are on the rise. Flamenco looks uh, a nice horse as well. Uh, coming through, things going to go right for that horse in the derby. But I'm actually with him, quite strongly at the top of Desert Lightning. Race number uh, six, the Bramco Granite and Marble Flying Open. And a horse that uh, is held in the highest regard by his trainer, uh, Seamus, gets Opie Bosson in the pigskin on Saturday. Yes, he's got the 60 kilos, but at 1,400 he might have a little bit on the slot. Yeah, he's expected. I'll tell you now, three fifties outstanding money for him, Butch. He didn't race for a long period of time. He got beaten by an outstanding ride on a horse who's very, very quirky in Marina Farina. However, when she gets it right, I think she's up to great one quality. He certainly is. This is his last run for the season, I understand, uh, from Al. He should be winning. If you want one at odds, Raffle, I think, probably placed nicely uh, into Awapuni to run it. Some reasonable sort of odds with the right run, but... He's X-Factor. We all know that. Three fifty. I think that might be a Christmas present early. <laughs> we'll take it as an Easter present, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Race seven, the feature of the courtesy Ford Manawa two size produce. We just had Opie Boston on the show and he was very bullish about the chances of Trobriand. He thought it was his bet of uh, the day. He thought it was his best ride. Uh, he said uh, the only query is it hadn't raced for a while but did trial midweek and trialled really well. Were you in his camp? Well, I think he is the leading light. It's just whether you want to take the shorts on him. But he's been against Tokyo Tokyo, who we know is a star and a star rising into the three-year-old ranks next season. So you've got to have a lot of respect for him. The horse that's probably rising and developing is Tulsi. It was second up into a group one. Sectionally very good in comparison to Tokyo Tycoon and the Sistema. Missed away. That was the key to that particular horse's chances. So Choberman's on top. But I think the value in the market is Tulsi. And I also think Seiko impressed me at Trenton last start against a good two-year-old field. It was dominant late in that race, and I think it might be one that could also shake this race up. Another one from down your way, and if the rain that did come, I thought she was very good at Matamata on an off-track, was low-flying. Hasn't done much wrong, and when it won, it won really well. Yeah, well, there's a couple like that from the CD. I include Chantilly Lace in that, Butch. Low-flying's going really nicely, trained by John Barry. Nice horse coming through the grades, as is Tulsi. So I understand your thought process there. Chantilly Lacer threw at the jump out Tuesday. 
very good on uh, the jump out. It's very good at its last start. Not much of it, but it's a com- pretty competitive little field. But yeah, at the top of the book, Trey Ryan, he is a horse with a lot of upside and has been against our best. And race eight to the City of Palmas North, Awapuni Gold Cup. Good field here. He's a doozy. Brando Pinarello was super uh, resuming, I thought. Colorado Stars found a, a new lease on life uh, over a middle distance. Which way were you going here? Gee, which way to look, really? Uh, this is a cracking uh, running of this particular race. Look, I went back to one of my old favourites in Atlanta called... Uh, she was a horse seen in Australia during a three-year-old season. Uh, placed in the South Australian Oaks from memory, also placed in our Oaks. So she went off the ball a little bit, placed that three-year-old season. Maybe that just paid on her a little bit, but I love what I've seen the last two from here. Over 1,600 metres, they've been very good on the clock, and crucially, she steps up over a staying trip on Saturday. But Pinarello was great, and he might have bounced back from the big effort over in Australia to win under lethal Innes. He's just been off colour, I think, post that, but he looked to be back to his... Best at his most recent effort. There is a massive amount of chances in this race, but look, I thought the ten dollars about Lanacord was a price I was willing to shot watch. Yeah, really, yeah, really competitive race. Looking forward uh, to that uh, as the second last uh, leg of the quaddy. You swinging the clubs today? Yeah, I've just hit one down the middle. I think that was shot twenty five. So I've scared the fairway. <laughs> Very good. Thanks for your time. Uh, Enjoy the uh, course and enjoy the racing action out of what is a really, really good day at Awapuni tomorrow. Okay. Thanks, Sam. Best of luck, Punter. Bevan Sweeney with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Always good to have him on, and especially when he's in rare form on the course as well. Uh, Butch, uh, with about a minute to go, what have you got this weekend for maybe some of your bests ahead of the, the meeting at Awapuni? Yeah, really good uh, day at Awapuni. As we've said, I suppose the weather's uh, going to be uh, the trick there. I did think uh, Astron would be awfully hard to beat in race four. We saw a a super performance from Astron last time, drawn to get a nice run. 1,600 metres around there should uh, suit. Up at uh, Avondale, though, the other of uh, the New Zealand meetings, thought in the last privileged sun would be really hard to beat at the top for Andrew Forsman. Dropping back from rating 75 company was good enough to race in some Good uh, three-year-old company as uh, a three-year-old last season. 2,200 metres. Both runs have been okay in rating 75 company. Dropping back into rating 65. That'll do me the last at Avondale. Number one, privileged son. Excellent stuff, Butch. A pleasure, mate. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Look forward to it. I'm not sure. We won't be uh, Easter Friday. Good Friday, will we? We might have to Ooh, rouse our yes. uh, troops on a Thursday or something along those lines, would that's, we? Yeah, that's right. That slipped my mind. Yeah, we might have to do a uh, an earlier edition of it. I'll leave it in your capable hands, eh? We, we, we'll work it out. We'll find a solution. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, okay. you. Thank you, Butch. Butch Castle's with us, as always, on Breakfast with the Kiwis. You can listen in on sen.com.au to previous episodes. You can have a look on the website as well for all of your racing news around New Zealand. Head to the podcast, SEN Track, or Racing New Zealand. You can head to the Racing New Zealand podcast channel as well for all of your bespoke racing New Zealand and uh, New Zealand racing content. It's all there for you. sen.com.au. Breakfast with the Kiwis. Back again next week. See ya.